welcome to Not Another Poem, episode six. My name is Olivia Mulligan and I'm a poet here to be sharing some poetry with you. That intro gets weirder every time, I swear, but it's lovely to have you listening today and it's lovely to be recording another podcast. I'm actually really pleased with today's setup because it usually takes me at least 20 minutes to remember how to switch the mic on and make it link up and to find the intro tune etc etc and today bish bash bosh we're there so today's podcast is actually dedicated to my dad um my father my old man because well it's his birthday in a few days and that made me think of him and it made me think of all the poems that I've written actually either for him or inspired by him so yeah it's his birthday coming up and I guess I'm thinking about what I should get him as a present and should I write him a poem and then I thought no you've had way too many poems written for you I'll um I don't know I'll buy you some chocolates or something and uh, I'm going to share today uh, some of the many poems uh, inspired by my dad or poems written for my dad because he is quite a guy (laughs) like seriously never met anyone like him and I actually often have a sense of panic when someone says the words oh saw your dad the other day And I just think, oh God, what did he do? What did he say? (laughs) I actually had that exact, um, that exact moment last week at the Ripon Poetry Festival. Dad actually went along to one of the events that I wasn't involved in at all. And then the guy comes up to me um, the next day and says, oh, I I saw your dad uh, yesterday, by the way, he came along. And I'm just thinking, oh, sweet Lord what happened (laughs) amazingly the guy was like oh no nothing fine he was just singing your praises (sighs) even that though um I'm sure he walked in with a a jumper on or something embroidered I love live Olivia Mulligan is my daughter yeah he's um he's very proud it's kind of mortifying (laughs) sometimes bless him and uh, yeah, he's lived quite the life. I'm sure I'll uh, I'll tell you more more about him as this podcast goes on. He was just to sum it up. He was in the parachute regiment in the army. Uh, he's originally from Middlesbrough, up the borough, and then after the parachute regiment, he he stayed in the army and was a a PTI, a physical training instructor. Um, Go on, lads, go, 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 move, move, move. Um, you can imagine my childhood was um, was fun. Yeah, especially sports day. That was a barrel of laughs. So yes, Dad is uh, now, he's coming up 72 years old, which you wouldn't think at all because he still does all mad, ridiculous, adventurous things. He's the sort of person that if we were to have a barbecue and we would have a trampoline there, he'd 100% be doing somersaults off it and 
all that kind of thing and then tell you the story about how he used to be on the army gymnastics display team etc etc um he's like a man of two extremes he's either all like go 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 doing all these crazy stunts and having this really loud voice and telling all jokes or he's literally just sat in the corner quiet alone um with his own thoughts who knows what goes through that man's head no one knows <laughs> and this poem this uh, hopefully you've got a bit more context now because I have actually read this one already in the very first episode of this podcast when I was speaking about my lockdown poems but we'll have it again now hopefully you've got a bit of a better picture of dad it was when we were in the first lockdown isolating and this is based on a true story and it's called we locked my father in the camper van cocooned in a sanitized shell he whistles through the window singing with the starling that's perched on the red brick wall darling 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 it's not a camper van it is a motor home your father is isolating in the motor home. A giggle, a softened smile perhaps, no humour intended, for this is a serious piece, capturing the essence of our existence through written word. How absurd that we have locked father in the camper, nay, motor home. Separate homes, dreaming the same dream of the day we can all roam free and alive. So another thing about dad is that he is pretty politically incorrect and yeah if we're having people over for dinner uh, sometimes things can get a little uncomfortable with the sort of things that he says and this poem is inspired by that <laughs> and it was written again in lockdown. It's from the book um, Poems on the Gatepost and it was when I was cooking one evening and I was making an Indian themed meal and I was even making the chapatis from scratch. And the comments that dad uh, was making as I was doing this, this meal for everyone, that's what inspired this poem. And it's called Curry from Scratch. Rolling, 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 rolling my chapati. Have ten if you're skinny, have one if you're fatty. Flour here, oil there, the kitchen's looking tatty. Is it beef, is it goat or is it pussy catty? Is it chicken, is it lamb or a roasted ratty? Have no fear, it's veggie here, lentils all the way. Extra spice, make it nice, we're making curry today. <laughs> so that poem always makes my dad smile and I hope it made you smile too. I hope you weren't too offended by the lines such as we're eating pussy catty. Um, yeah, <laughs> I realise I've actually, I've painted dad in in a particular kind of light. I've made him out to be a bit of an oddball, quite a character. Um, and I think I do that really as a bit of a mask yeah to to mask the fact that he he's an inspiration to me really he's absolutely incredible 
And I just think that, you know, he's lived such a life. He's seen so much. He's been through so much. And, you know, if we take away that that macho element and the you can't you can't come second in a war and we also take away all all the silliness he's got such a good heart he's incredibly loyal he's a real family man and he's just incredibly incredibly determined when he sets himself a goal he he will do it he'll believe in himself and when you set a goal well I set a goal um he'll 100% believe in me and yeah he's an incredible dad and this is for him it's called for my father son from 70 years in his skin resembling his morning coffee or a toffee which he's not allowed anymore because the dentist said so. Stories from 70 years on his tongue, tap dancing around the kitchen table, able to twist words into an outline, a silhouette of industrial cities or a mountain, counting other mountains to pass the time, climbing for the climb and for the stories. Reading thoughts from 70 years in his mind to find a particular sculpture, his daughter, knowing that he taught her the art, silently teaching her the art of determination. So I mentioned the phrase earlier, you can't come second in a war which is is one of dad's favourites and a few of the others he likes to to throw about are things like pain is just a weakness leaving the body and it's not the winning it's the taking apart (laughs) but the whole you can't come second in a war one um got quite a memory of that I must have been about six years old and I remember doing the sack race at primary school at sports day and I came second and I was absolutely buzzing and, you know, dad's there watching and I, I finish and dad, dad, I came second. I came second, daddy. And um, absolutely stern face on the man, like seriously stern, not a glimpse of joy. And he just goes, well, you can't come second in a war. I mean, I was six. Um, so, yeah, have fun paying for therapy, dad. <laughs> oh. That's a joke, by the way. Well, it's not, but... (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Um, I do love him. So yeah, you can't come second in a war. Pain is just a weakness leaving the body. And it's not the winning, it's the taking apart. He also then has phrases that he likes to whack out. You know, when we're on a hike or something. Silly things like, don't eat yellow snow. Um don't wipe your bum on a broken bottle and one of my faves uh, never push your granny when she's shaving (laughs) and all of these things um, they inspired this next poem really and also the fact that dad himself yes he's still adventurous he's still an absolute crazy nut but you know he's 72 
he has slowed down a bit. So, you know, on a weekend now, he's probably not going out on a 30 mile weighted backpack run. He's he's going to be going to a seniors golf game. But he is still as competitive as ever. <laughs> and yeah, that inspired this poem. And it's called Life Advice. Perhaps they ran out of bubble wrap in the year of 1994. Toughen up, lass, my dad would tell me. You can't come second in a war. Pain is just a weakness leaving the body. I've told you this before. It's not the winning, it's the taking apart. And you can't come second in a war. My debut egg and spoon race didn't quite hit the mark. Last place, sweat on my face. I was so slow it was almost dark. Maybe she's not a winner, but an explorer, my dad thought. A father-daughter adventure hike, waterproofs and maps he bought. Military marching and heavy lungs with cliff-top drops below. Don't be a wimp, my father told me, and don't eat yellow snow. Advice continued from his lips, not exactly life-saving, more, don't wipe your bum on a broken bottle, and never push your granny when she's shaving. (laughs) I now look back on his advice, the silly words that Dad would say. His tongue-in-cheek words made people smile, And silly words can make someone's day. I write this poem as if he's died. Nope, he's still the same as before. I wave him off to his seniors golf match. You can't come second in a war! So that's going to be it from Poems on the Gatepost. But I'm just going to finish with one from my book, Advice from a Stranger. Um, In particular because... At the very front of the book, it's actually dedicated to my dad and it says, for my dad. If all right means inspiring, brave and one of a kind, then yes, I guess you're all right. And this is a bit of an in-joke, to be honest, because all right is probably one of my dad's favourite words. Um, He's quite hard to please, so... You know, if we do anything, you know, anything really cool, like, you know, we've just, I don't know, been to Yosemite in California or something like a once in a lifetime trip. And I get him to speak about it after, like, what did you think about it? Like, how was it? And he just goes, it's all right. (laughs) Um, And it's just become a thing. Like, you know, we go out for the most amazing meal out ever, for example, and his plate is absolutely squeaky clean. It was his favourite dish on the menu. And, oh, did you enjoy what you had, Dad? It was all right. And, yeah, that's just what he does. Um, and so, yeah, also at the start of the book, you've got some reviews. And I am really blessed because there are some absolute corkers. Um, really, I don't know why... Um, people are so nice but they are um, there's things like a new national treasure has emerged and superb poetry what a great idea behind the book and Olivia must keep writing she has talent wit and insight and it's a joy to read 
you know, all these really lovely things. Um, and then at the bottom, I think there's about there's about eight reviews. And the, the ninth one is from Tom Mulligan, Olivia's father. It's all right. So just another thing to mention um, about dad is is friendship and what friendship means to him. Because it's actually, it's a strange topic to be honest, because dad would say, I don't have any friends, got no mates, I'm Billy no mates. And yet he has loads of friends, like loads of genuine good friends. But to him, he sees it in in a different way because he thinks back to being in the army and the people that he was with being actually so much more than a friend and you know he would refer to them as his brothers and you know really sadly some of them aren't here anymore and so I think the the idea of friendship um yeah it feels different for dad than it would for maybe you or I however something we we would agree on is that dad's best friend um would have been the dog uh, when we had our little jack russell sid uh, sid and my dad were absolutely joint at the hip uh, we got sid when i was 11 and he lived for 16 years and he really sadly died last year but i've got a poem oh god i don't actually know why i'm saying this on a podcast I hope I can hold it together and not get too emotional um it's in my book advice from a stranger and basically one of the strangers her name was Adelia Hallett her piece of life advice to me was love hard um and that was given to me around the time where we lost our Sid um and it inspired this poem Sydney Sid, you did everything a dog should and everything a dog shouldn't and we couldn't have loved you more. Sid, thank you. Thank you for the laughs, the love, the licks. Thank you for being you with your endless list of tricks. Beg, high five, speak, roll over, leopard crawling across the floor. Bang, dad shot you, playing dead, and then you'd be back for more. Sing us a song, dad would say. You would howl a tune we know. You would follow our every word. You would wait hours until we said, go. My little man of black, white and tan. My brother since aged 11. Sweet dreams, my old boy. Fetch that toy. But first, wait for me in heaven. Oh boy, <laughs> had to uh, pause the recording there just to gather myself. Um, apologies if that was too much, too emotional for anyone. Um, animals really are really are um, a part of the family, aren't they? Um, and I feel really mean now ending on, on that note. Um but hopefully, you know, it's not incredibly sad. It's not tragic. It just shows that we love um, 
and yeah we love very hard and people things animals mean a lot to us and that's part of being human I guess oh my god I can't get back from this really down note ah I will see you next week nope not doing it um I feel like we need the pussycatty and poem again or something um I'm sorry um what shall I do what shall I do what shall I do Oh, um, I'll be boring and I'll share my social media handles um, because nothing nothing kills emotion like um, some self-promotion. <laughs> oh, the rhyme. Oh, my God. <laughs> nothing kills emotion like some self-promotion. It's terrible. Um, the Instagram is Live Mulligan Poet. My Facebook page is Olivia Mulligan Poetry. And I think... I think that's all. I very rarely use Twitter. I kind of wish I did. I feel, I feel the cool, the cool writers use you know the important people use Twitter, don't they? But not very important. So um, the Insta and the Facebook will have to do. Um, if you'd like to buy my books, they are online. Um, to buy worldwide, it's Poems on the Gatepost is my first book, and my second book is Advice from a Stranger. I hope you have a lovely couple of weeks and speak soon. Bye.